Welcome back to Waterdeep Dragon Heist, a D&D adventure created by Wizards of the Coast, customized and ran by me, BD, the DM, and played by some of my great friends. If you have not listened to the previous episodes, starting at 01, we suggest you do that as each episode builds on the last, and each episode starts right where the last one left off. As explained in the first episode, this adventure is a teaser of sorts. The pandemic cut this adventure short, but the theatrics are here for you to enjoy. Despite ending on an unfinished note, we hope you find a lot to love. Expect new episodes of this adventure to drop until you see a final episode tag in the episode description of your podcast app. That's it. Let's get back into the game. Oh, and if this is your first time, welcome to the basement party. So all of you sit in the Yawning Portal. And for um, those of you who have not been to Waterdeep before, it's a quite interesting place. When you guys initially walked in, um, your eyes gravitated towards this pit in the center of the Yawning Portal. It's about 40 foot or so in diameter, a massive well with walls around it. And if as you walk by it and you kind of look down into the pit, you see it descends hundreds of feet down to kind of a gravelly bottom where you see there's um, kind of the flickering of a torchlight. Uh, you note that there is a pulley system. You see that there's kind of a bucket sitting on a ledge at the lip of this well. And um, the bucket is large enough to maybe fit a couple people or so. And a rope extends from the bucket all the way up to the ceiling where you see this pulley system. And it looks like this bucket can be lowered down into this gaping black hole. When you came into the yawning portal, it has a really homey and kind of rustic look to it. Uh, wood paneled walls. You note that kind of mounted on the walls in Appleby style is a bunch of knickknacks and trinkets and items kind of found um, across the realms. You see swords, um, mountings of heads of strange creatures. Um, you see placards, you see um, breastplates and shields. All of them seem to maybe have some story behind them. There's tables kind of scattered out across the ground floor of the yawning portal. And there's also booths off to the left and right. Lanterns dangle from the ceiling and they give a kind of warm uh, yellowish glow. Towards the back of the yawning portal is a long bar. And behind the bar, you see a man, maybe in his 40s or so, raven black hair kind of slicked back. He has himself some a beard, some mutton chops going on, and um, he looks strong and vital. He has a very severe look on his face, and um, he looks like he's a man about business. Um, he's quickly whipping up drinks from kegs that are stacked behind him and giving them to patrons. Um, you see that there are a few servers that are going around the yawning portal. Uh, Bonnie, the one in which you met when you were seated at a table, and um, serving customers drinks and all types of foods and items. You note that to kind of um, the left and right of the yawning portal, there is a spiral staircase that leads up to other floors. 
on these other floors, you can you see that there's kind of a balcony that wraps around and hugs where the area of the yawning portal is. Um, you can hear voices from upstairs, other patrons, and maybe adventurers and travelers like yourselves echoing out through the yawning portal. Volo just gets done going ahead and explaining the task and the mission at hand of finding his friend Floon. And um, he kind of looks around at you guys and strokes his big kind of bushy beard. Well, I'm glad that you guys can go ahead and assist me with this matter, and I hope to go ahead and see Floon shortly. I mean, that event back at the Dre there, I think I've chosen the right people. You guys are ready to spring into action when is needed, and you're ready to, ready to go ahead and help those who are um, defenseless, like myself. Mm-hmm. I wish you guys would have been around. I would have hired you for my security than uh, um, our half-orc friend, uh, Yagra. Speaking of which... You see he looks around the yawning portal from the table that you guys are gathered around. His eyes kind of land on Yager, who's at the bar at this point. You see that uh, she just ordered a massive mug of what looks to be some type of brew or beer. And then she kind of gives a glance back at Yolo. And she rubs two fingers together, kind of to indicate that she wants her money. You see he scoffs. Then you see she walks off and she mouths to him, I'll be back. You see she goes down a hallway kind of disappears around the corner. It looks like she has some other business to attend to. Okay. I need to go ahead and freshen up. Um, if you need me, you can go ahead and talk to um, Dern over there. And he points to the bar tender behind the bar who's slinging drinks. He has my room. And um, I will be out to go ahead and, uh, of course, give you your gold once you complete this mission. Don't look so drab. Come on. It should be exciting. You're, voking, you're working for Volo. Mm-hmm. He looks around and just kind of get an indication of any of you care. <laughs> Celeste is still just scribbling all the notes and everything in her notebook. I, for one, am excited to work for you, Mr. Bolo. There we go. Um, in your name again? Uh, uh, my name is Tarok. Tarok. Tarok, of course. Uh, I'll make sure in my second edition of uh, Volos, I will put a note in that there are some of your kind out there who are quite noble and adventurous. Not really. It's, it's just my... I've been f- okay, trying to find more. <laughs> All right. Um, you guys have fun. Oh, you guys may want to get a room. I don't know if you guys have a place to stay in uh, Waterdeep. There are many other places that are cheaper than here, but with the crime that's going on lately, I wouldn't recommend it. But hey, do what you wish. Have a great day, and um, please return hastily. You see he stands up, adjusts his clothes, and he leaves you guys at the table. After he leaves, I kind of look around the table. If he ain't going to pay Yagra, what makes you think he's going to pay us? Oh, that's a very good point. It I is. Did, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, he, he doesn't seem too keen to pay his previous bodyguard. Now he's saying we're his bodyguards. What makes us think we're going to get paid? I do like getting paid. Hmm. Two days is not a long time for someone to be really considered missing either. There's something more to this. That's fair. That's also fair. That's a very good point. You think he did it? I think he knows what happened. That's a good point. He knows more than he's letting on. What if he's trying to get spirited away? (laughs) What? Spirited away? What's that? Taken in secret? Like the famous Bard Miyazaki's work. It's based on real storytelling. Taroka's well read, well learned. <laughs> a lot of time as a mercenary, sitting around. Not you have a much. DVD collection in your backpack. Of... <laughs> I just have puppets, so I can recreate the puppet shows I've seen. I'm sure one of them's just your sock. 
Yeah, no, they're both made from my socks. <laughs> oh. oh, no. No, 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 new socks. Like, ones I hadn't worn. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's I'm not... sure you haven't been I'm able to bathe. I'm a civilised being, okay? But you're a mercenary. That means you've probably gone plenty of days without bathing. Well, yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. recently, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, Miyazaki, Spirit Away, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. If I've, I've been hired for that kind of work. You hear heavy footsteps behind you, Tarik, and you see a shadow loom over you. That's that's pretty common. I'm pretty short. All right, I look. I turn around. Who's there? You see, it's Yagra. Oh, hey, Yagra. How's it going? You see that um, she has since taken off her um, um, cut and torn, uh, charcoal-colored um, leather armor, and she now just kind of wears a tunic. Without the rush and the chaos of the Dray, you're able to size her up a bit better. She's about 6'2 or so, um, purplish skin, black hair. Um, she is definitely a half-orc. I mean, she is athletically built. Um, but at the same time, though, she still looks like um, she's quite graceful and can go ahead and move quickly as necessary. She looks over the table at you guys. It's not above me to come back and say, thanks for not ratting me out back there. One inch ream of it. Yeah, no, no. I ain't no narc. Good. Good to know. So have you not gotten paid? He ain't going anywhere anytime soon. He's offered us a contract. Do you think that he is a trustworthy employer? <laughs> Yager kind of gives a side eye for a moment. I haven't had anybody come back and complain about him, but let's just say that um, he talks big, but I doubt he has as much coin as he say he has. Understood. So do we need to uh, twist his arm to get some of that coin that he's promised to us? He's pretty good with threats. As in, he's kind of a wuss in a lot of ways. I'm not sure I put my hands on him, though, because he does know a lot of people. People who would be offended by twisting of the arms. There's other ways to do it. Agreed. I could use my ineffable charm. You get really close to his face and pull a dagger or something. He almost pees in his pants. That might be fun. You didn't hear that from me, though. We heard nothing. Any of y'all like uh, to arm wrestle? Oh, yes. Oh, I love to arm wrestle. <laughs> she gives you a perplexed look, looking at your size, um, sitting here at the table. I'm very beefy now? for a goblin. Did you just say queefy? Beefy. I said oh. beefy. Yeah, it's a bit of the accent, sorry. <laughs> After I get a few drinks at me, maybe I'll go ahead and return, and we can go ahead and play a game or two for some copper. Well, maybe I could buy you a few of those drinks. She gives you a look. Just friendly. He must be a tree climber. It's not the first time I've climbed a tree. <laughs> she looks like she actually appreciates that. <laughs> I'll be back. You note that the um, necklace that she was wearing that had kind of this um, red medallion and kind of embedded in it the symbol of what looks to be some flying um, reptilian creature has since been tucked in her shirt. She... Uh, removes herself from you guys' table. And this gives you a chance to kind of maybe look around the yawning portal and um, see some of the other faces. A few people go ahead and stand out, and I'm going to go ahead and show this document to you guys. You've already noted the bartender, Dernan, over there pouring beer, and Bonnie, um, who has red hair and is kind of voluptuous and bubbly, came up to you and served your drinks. Um, she's dutifully came back since and snuck another mug um, on the table of um, whatever your favorite concoction is. You see that there is a man off in a corner, um, kind of sitting on the edge of the yawning portal himself, kind of strimming um, a loot. You see that there is another man um, sitting off in a booth by himself who looks um, uh, um, 
very estately, I guess I want to go ahead and put it. Maybe aristocratic of sorts. And then you hear a boisterous laugh coming from um, the steps leading down into the bottom floor of the yawning portal. <laughs> you see a man dressed in uh, what looks to be half plate armor. He has with himself a massive axe strapped to his back. He has kind of a sandy blonde hair and a grizzled beard. He has a couple scars across his face and he has crow's feet at the edge of his eyes. You see he has kind of locked under his arm a shorter human man who looks very uncomfortable with this guy. Almost kind of dragging him along like this is his best friend. And he goes, do you know what I did next? (laughs) So I reached my hand straight up its arse. And I tell you, that (laughs) T-Rex, you never heard a sound. You never heard a sound, I swear. And I grabbed its bowels and pulled it out. Woo. (laughs) Good times. I miss Chalt. I need to go back there sometime. You should come with me. You see the... This human male kind of scar, and he goes, yeah, 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 sure. <laughs> of course, Maloon, I, I, I will come with you next time. Um, I have to go to uh, the latrine. Do you now? Do you need help? No, I don't need um, assistance. Well, <laughs> if anything comes out of the latrine, call me. <laughs> Bye. Don't get lost. You see, he looks around the bar, and immediately the place is kind of looking at him but as soon as he looks around for his next victim all the heads kind of turn and go back to their booths and begin um, acting like they never see this guy you see his eyes come over to you guys' table and lingers for a moment anybody do anything i make direct eye contact with him and i maintain it you see a huge smile come over his face you see he pushes past some patrons and the rest of the party at the table here looks exasperated, apparently. And um, he stomps over. <laughs> what do we got here? I haven't seen your faces. I'm sorry. I'm Maloon War Dragon. Nice to meet you. Celeste Silverwillow. Ah, Celeste Silverwillow. An appropriate name for enough of your type. <laughs> I like it. And what do we have here? A fish out of water? Don't take any offense. I chuckle because I hear that enough. <laughs> Forlorn. Forlorn. I like it. I like it. And we have a goblin. Oh, what's your name? My name's Tarok. It's it's a pleasure to meet you, sir. Tarok? And you, my friend. Name's Brendan Debecue. How you doing? <laughs> Brendan Debecue. Interesting. That's right. Good to meet you, Brendan. He doesn't seem to be really interested well, in the, seeing the North Shore Debecues. You've heard of us, yeah? Of course. <laughs> Very famous family. Oh uh, yes, yes. I believe I met them. Uh, my some my point. aunt. She was a, a, a paladin of Lathander. Ah uh, yes. Um, Curtis and Uncle. Yeah. Yeah. Said, but never winter. T- twice removed. Oh yes, I met. Oh, we fought many battles together. Oh yes, man. You ever fought a white dragon? Two of them. Adult. Not at the same time. I tell you, it's an experience. <laughs> you can find them up around north quite a bit. Anyway, and you, looks at our lizard friend. I am Kothar. 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 I like it. And you I should. like the way you say it. You see he um, goes over to a table where there's some people sitting. And um, you see somebody gets up from that table and seems to go to like uh, the latrine or get another drink. He immediately grabs their chair without even thinking twice about it, and pulls it up and sits at the table and kind of bumps it. So, you guys enjoying your time here at Waterdeep? We How long you been? We, we've been here for a minute. Do you know uh, a chap 
kind of a, a fancy lad. Goes by the name of Volo. Bolo. <laughs> oh, yeah, Gadaram. I know him very well. We've um, talked about many adventures together. You know the books that he writes? I know how to read, yeah. Uh, there's a dozens of stories and some of them books, and most of them are from me. Oh, yeah? Yes. Name three. Oh, uh, let's see here. Um, hmm. Well, I told you the one about the two dragons. Briefly. Yes. You don't go into details. I have this amazing experience in Chult with the T-Rex. You want to hear that one? I'd love to hear it. We just came back from Chult. Did you? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Um, really hot down there, isn't it? How were you able to reach up so high? Well, you see, with he unhitches his massive axe from his back and slams it on the table. One of you guys' beers kind of wobbles and almost falls over. He goes, I use this like a climbing pick. Straight up its back. My other friends, they were all in danger. How'd you get to its back? Its back is even higher. Well, you know, you run and you jump and you go in and so hitch So you on. started up high to go down? No, I ran and I jumped on its back. I kind of grabbed its tail. Oh, okay. The tip of the tail then. That was closer to the ground. Ah, the details are foggy. Let me get to the good parts. Uh-huh. You see, sure. <laughs> wide-eyed, he stares at you and he tells you this um, long, epic tale about climbing up the rear end of a T-Rex and somehow pulling out its intestines. And um, it's squealing. Um, by the time he's done, he bangs his fist on the table and he laughs in the most um, epic fashion. And I'm pretty sure I can think of some others, but... Well, that's only two. You owe me one more. You guys are going to be here a while. Maybe. No, you said you know this Volo guy. Oh, yes. <laughs> good arm. He's Is, is he's he good to kind. his word? Of and course. We, we, we know you can, he can write, and he believes anything you tell him, but can you believe him when he says he'll give you money? Well, you're trying to pull a fast one there on me? Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, I, I haven't heard any bad words about Volo. None? No. But then again, I, uh, I usually don't need his services. I mean, the realms come to me. Have you ever heard of Force Gray? No. Of course. Of Who course. hasn't? Yes. Good. Well, I'm Maloon War Dragon, one of the original members of Force Gray. Oh, you're not allowed to operate inside the city of Waterdeep. That's interesting. Yes. What are you doing here? Ah. <laughs> well, I'm on vacation. Uh, just relaxing, a little bit of downtime. Ah, uh, well, that'd just... be good because you're not allowed to do your, you know, fighting and stuff in here. Oh, of course not. I wouldn't want to get um, good old Ernan mad over there. Slow to temper, but man, you should see when he comes over that bar. <laughs> Warpath. <laughs> Indeed. May I ask you a couple questions? Are you familiar with the township of Waterdeep? Very. Where might we find less expensive lodging? Hmm. Well, you can always go to the dock ward. <laughs> Less I can expensive tell you lodging that won't get us murdered. Oh, well, we are not going to the dock ward. That won't get you murdered. Although if some of you are natives, maybe you have lodging yourselves. There's some small hostile-like places in the southern ward. You gotta know some people to go ahead and get access, though, because they don't let anybody go ahead and sleep there. Besides that, you have your standard ends all around. You just stay here. <laughs> you need some coin? Is that what's going on here? That's an interesting question, and it brings me to my second query. Um, do you know where I might find uh, Lord Hothamir? Lord Hothamir. Possibly Hothamir. I've only seen it in writing. Let me think. 
Hold up. I've heard that name. I want to say it's some chap out in the uh, town of um, the uh, Undercliff. The village of uh, Undercliff. Yes. Understood. Thank you. No problem. But you need some coin. Always. Your new buddy here, War Dragon, will be... <laughs> Wait. You see he reaches at his side and he pulls out a coin purse and he opens it and he dumps out a bunch of platinum and gold on the table. Your new friend War Dragon here is willing to go ahead and give you a room for a few days. What's the catch? <laughs> well, I always like a new friend. I'm an amicable person. I like friends too. I reach up to shake his hand then I pause. That's not the one you stuck up the monster's butt, is it? He looks at it. He then closes it to pound you. Give you a pound. Do the fist bump. What you say? I just like friends and new people. He looks at you, Celeste, like particularly like wide-eyed. You can see like the fire glow coming from the fireplace on his face, and he's kind of perspiring a bit. And he has a really wide smile. But he looks at you intensely. Well, Celeste would have her own lodgings, right? Yes, water. you think back to your flat in the Southern Ward. Could I hold the whole party in it, or would I know if I could bring them? You could fit most people in there would be pretty cramped, but yeah, you can fit everybody in there. I don't need any lodging. Oh, come on! Oh, thank you. Think I'm good. Of, the whole party here? could stay with me in the southern, in my flat in the southern ward if we wanted to. I'm already, like, pulling a few of the coins towards my way that into would my be, own coin purse. That would be lovely, Celeste. I appreciate the hospitality. Mm-hmm. I, I got a new friend. I, I'm just I appreciate your hospitality, but me and, uh... M- Maloon. M- Maloon here. We're, we're good friends now. Good for you, he's, Domino. He's got me covered. Good. I'm, I drag I'm, another no coin. No offense, we just haven't been... I haven't been home for quite some time, and I'd rather be in my own bed. Okay, well, I, I understand. The rest of you don't want your own rooms here, and the yawning port, they're clean. They have running water. Where's it running to? The pipes somewhere. Sewers. You know, <laughs> you ever been into the sewers of Waterdeep? Do you have a sewer story? Oh, many. Not Waterdeep. I've been from uh, Baldur's Gate. You know that place? Yes, of course. I have friends there, too. I got many friends there. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, I, you probably don't know them, though. They're, uh... Oh, try me. You know, uh, Smiling Tommy? Of course Tommy? I know him. <laughs> yeah, people know him. How much does he owe you? Oh, well, he always makes sure he pays War Dragon his money that is owed to him. Must be a different Smiling Tommy. Ah, maybe so. Okay. You need help finding him? No, uh... Nobody's going to find him for a minute. He stares at you like unblinking. See his eyes kind of trembling a bit. <laughs> All right. Well, how about you, friend? Looks at Kothar. I still think there's a catch. Nothing's ever free. The catch is I like new friends. How much Hang do you out with like me. them? A lot. I'm always looking for things to do, especially um, minor jobs on my vacation. How about some of the new aspiring adventures? You have a task that needs to be completed? War Dragon can help you. I thought you said you couldn't. Not allowed to operate in the city limits is what he said. Officially, uh, as, a, as a member of Force Grey, Force Grey cannot be activated inside the city of Waterdeep without the express permission of Laryl Silverhand, the Open Lord. That is right, but good old War Dragon can do what he wants. As an individual, but not under the auspices of Force Grey. You look like you would know some interesting people. Looks over at Domino. Did you know that uh, half-orc over there? And looks at Yagra, who's now sitting at a booth. You see she's kind of like pretending to arm wrestle. We made her acquaintance. Yeah. She's a good fella. Good chap. Ah, uh, she's slippery. I hear that she's part of the Zentano. You know I wouldn't know them. nothing about that. Roll me a deception. That's a nat one. So uh, with my charisma modifier... <laughs> uh, deception's going to be a total of a one. He just nods. Oh, well, let me tell you all about 
Bazentaro. Please, I, I, I don't know nothing about it. Educate me. Well, you know all the crime that's been going on around Waterdeep? I know you've heard about it. Guess where it all starts? You see that he looks dramatically in Yagra's direction. That orc lady? She's in charge of all the crime? People like her. The Zentarum. I like her. She's a nice lady. True. She appears to be a nice lady. But on the streets, those like her. Mugging innocent individuals. Killing some of them. Warring with other factions and gang. They're a scourge. Seems too messy for the Zentarum, really. <laughs> yes, I would agree. There was a time period where they were actually agreeable. Some of the other factions and whatnot would um, work with them on occasion, but here in Waterdeep, things have spiraled out of control. Out of whose control? Slowly out of control of Laurel Silverhand and the Blackstaff, for that matter. And it's all the result. These zents. I just, I find it hard to believe that my acquaintance, Yagra, would be in charge of such a thing. I didn't say she was in charge. I just said those like her. Keep up, man. It's all the t- be careful. It's a lot to take in. Crime wars? Factions? Who would have heard of such a thing? It's hard to know who to trust these days in the City of Splendors. But you can trust good old War Dragon. Can I do That's right, my new friend. on Domino to see if, how bad he's I, acting? I would also sure. like to do that. Go for it. Because <laughs> I've, I've known him for a number of hours now. <laughs> so I rolled a four plus three, seven. 18 plus one, 19. Uh, deception roll of three with my charisma modifier, bringing it up to a total of... Three. So I got seven. <laughs> I can't believe seven got. <laughs> no. Um, you you see Taroke and Celeste kind of staring at you, um, with very. I, I look over I mean, and give him a, a, a little bit of a wink. I'm not worried about it. I just want to know who I'm sitting at right. dinner with. Like a hard wink. I've worked with some bad people. <laughs> you see, he scoops up the rest of his coins. You went ahead and were able to pull. You said it was just gold and plat. How much did I get? Wonder who the rogue is in the party. <laughs> it's definitely Faloran. <laughs> stealing our hearts. They wouldn't think that a fish out of water could steal nothing. And that was the last time they underestimated Faloran, see? Yeah, see, yeah. Roll me a d12, please. Nine. You get nine gold pieces, you were able to go ahead and casually slide over to your side before he scooped up his gold. Did we by chance already get our ten yes. prepayment? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did I get any of the plot? Imagine that. You didn't. Hmm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was with like, the first one I went for. It was an illusion. Just a gold piece. He's a transmutation painted, wizard. Painted plot. <laughs> yeah, it's all coal. <laughs> it's a button. Maybe some wooden nickels. Tried. War Dragon scoots out from the table, and he stands up, almost knocking it over. Oh, you see goodness. he grabs his massive axe from off the table, then strikes everyone down. Yeah. <laughs> I shall bring them all back to life. Stranger danger. Basement party. You know that um, this axe is quite beautiful. You see that it has a solid steel handle kind of etched with tiny ruins. You see that um, the hilt is wrapped in kind of uh, blue dragon hide. And you see star sapphires are kind of set into the pommel. You see the head of the axe is kind of forged with um, silver, electrium and a steel alloy. You see that the edge is kind of shimmering with a deep blue luminescence. You see he grabs it, puts it right back, and almost like a magnetic kind of um, um, energy kind of almost attaches itself to his back. It's kind of just snaps in place. He gives all of you a nod. I hope to see you again, friends. Absolutely, Maloon. Thanks for uh, covering my lodging. That hope shall be returned. You see he then stomps off. 
at this point, you guys maybe go ahead and have a few more drinks and talk with each other, and um, you maybe think of some other pending items in which you have on um, your list of maybe things to do. Um, Celeste, you think about your flat back in the Southern Ward. You think about um, you were sent on a mission to go ahead and cover um, the death curse in uh, the lands of Cholt, and you imagine that your broadsheet though a Water Davian Sentinel will be looking for a report. You think of Eden, Falorn, and maybe where she could be here in the city of Waterdeep. And Tarok, you think of Lord Hothamer and his villa and his estate in the um, Undercliff Village. You also think back to the note which was given to you or flew to you via paper bird on one of your um, caravan routes that led you to Waterdeep. For podcast's sake, what we're going to go ahead and do is... Would you like, would you like me to, to, to read yes. it for the audience? I shall read it in the voice that I assume Lord Hothmer has. Tarok, I hope this finds you well. Your steadfast dedication to seeing a job through has captured my attention. I have watched you from afar on occasion, and your commitment to honorability has inspired me assign you a job only those with your dedication and commitment can achieve. This job is not for others' eyes, so I wish to explain in person. I ask you to come to Waterdeep most hastily. You will be compensated tenfold your normal rate for such an inconvenience. Once in Waterdeep, please report to my office at the directions below. I look forward to seeing you. Claude Hothamar. Now you have to do that voice when we Oh my god. <laughs> Not happening. <laughs> All right. Um, you see at the bottom of this note here, there is directions to what looks to be some um, intersection or street in the southern ward of Waterdeep. Oh, convenient. Um, what time of day is it? And did we get a long rest after our fight? You think of um, all the stuff you've been through since this morning and you feel it being to drag down on your body. You know that it's probably late afternoon. Okay. So you guys did not get a long rest, maybe, but you did get a short rest. Maybe rest and then... And Domino, you think about your contact, Sly, and how you would get in touch with him. And then Kothar, you remember that you have that hollowed out tusk with you, and inside is a letter. I was going to wait till being in a little bit more private area before okay. opening the tusk. No problem. So, you guys have some options here at this moment. Um... That page I will bring back up that has the friendly faces. And you see these individuals um, kind of sitting, um, doing their thing around the yawning portal. You see that there is a woman who distinctly looks like she is from the lands of Chalt. You see that she wears herself a kind of a white shawl over her head. And she has um, beautiful white robes that wrap around her body. She doesn't look hot or anything at all. She has a bunch of like documents and whatnot um, spread out on a table in a booth, which she's sitting alone at. You, uh, I think I covered everyone. What would the party like to do now? So, I'm staying here courtesy of my new friend. And you're going home to your own bed. How would we uh, reacquaint ourselves at a later time? We can all pick a time to meet <clears throat> at the Skewered Dragon. The Skewered Dragon. Okay. Sounds good. What time works for you? May I suggest lunchtime tomorrow? As it might be a good time to go to a pub and therefore we would have a reason to be there. Sounds right. Sounds doable. The, uh, I guess, question to the players, but do we know where, um... Uh, 
Floon's house is located? Do we we weren't given that information. Okay. We were told if we don't find anything, that okay. Volo would take give us that. there. Okay. Yeah. Cool. He. I tried for that. He wouldn't right. give it. Right. I'll see you, friends, at the uh, the Skewered Dragon some other time tomorrow lunch. Right. Sounds good. It's a plan. I uh, down the rest of my drink, kind of do an exaggerated wipe of my mouth with my arm, tip my uh, my hat. Later, friends. And I kind of walk off to the bar where Yagra's sitting, climb up on the bar stool, kind of look over at her and say, uh, hey, Yagra, you, uh, you got a moment? She looks down next to you. I'm off duty. I got all day. Excellent. This may have something to pertain to what you do when you're on duty. Does it now? Yeah, she I'm sips from, her uh, drink. I'm a, a new face from Baldur's Gate. I'm, a, I may or may not be with that organization that you may or may not be with as well. I'm looking for a friend, another new face, also from Baldur's Gate. You see she looks at you for a long time. Where's your symbol? I kind of uh, reach into my pocket and pull out a little uh, call coin. She kind of takes it out of your hands and looks it over. She puts it back on the table with a thud. Who are you looking for? Name's Sly. Recent uh, arrival from Baldur's Gate. You see that um, her eyebrows kind of furrow for a second, and um, she seems to be thinking. I haven't heard of him. I take the, my coin back. Anybody in uh, our club might know where I could find this guy. He's supposed to be my point of contact in this new city for me. He's part of the Black Network too. He is. We uh, were inducted together. You see she gives you a long look Like she's really considering something So maybe a bunch of information That she may know that you don't I know someone who may know Yeah I reach in, I pull out one of the uh, the gold coins That I got from a loon And kind of set it on the table Something for something She looks at the coin Pockets it and gives you a nod Come with me she then gets up from the bar and she begins to go back down that hallway. I hop down from the can. chair, land with both feet, follow after her. Fantastic. All right. I'm going to go ahead and go around here and um, address folks. Kothar, what do you do? Once Domino leaves, kind of look around at the group, <clears throat> drinking my alcohol-free water. <laughs> alcohol-free water, <laughs> yeah. And... Look more intently at Celeste. He makes a lot of noise with such a small mouth. <laughs> Celeste just smiles at you knowingly as she continues scribbling down all the information she's gotten. He'll be interesting for sure. I would have to agree. What do you do? I drink my water. All right, you just sit at the, the <laughs> table and drink your water and, ex- and observe. Um, kind of wait portal. until we, I guess, if Celeste does have a place, then... Once we get there, we'll I'll okay. go ahead and open up my scroll thing. All right. Celeste. I would just look at the rest of the party and say the invitation's welcome. I'd like to head back soon where we can relax. So if you want to come with me and finish your drinks, and let's go. I'm at your disposal, lady. Is there anything that perhaps I could get to uh, um, show my appreciation of the, um, uh, for the comfort of beverages perhaps when we get back? It, bring whatever you need. You'll pay it back in kind, I'm sure. Of course. Forlorn. 
I look around at the, the people that she invited to her house, kind of a bit jealous because I was offered her house first, <laughs> all the way back in Chult. I'm like, where are they going to stay? I want the biggest bed in the biggest room because I called it first. And in my head, what, what, do bathtubs exist in this world? I kind of don't think, maybe. No? You would know. You've would seen know. them in Chult. That okay. they've... Um, in uh, Port Nanzar room, there are bathtubs. I'm going to ask uh, Celeste, how, how big is your bathtub? You'll fit in it just fine. As I, I nod my head in, in, in agreement, it's like, oh, yes, of course. It's all yours. Of course I will. Makes sense. Why wouldn't I not fit in a bathtub? All right. Tarok, do anything unique. Um, I'd like to go to the bar. And, uh, you know, and it seems like we're going to leave soon, so I'm going to... I'm going to go ahead and screw up my courage and it's time for that arm wrestling. Uh, where'd you go? You look around and you see the shadows of a really tall figure and a small figure going down this hall deeper into the yawning portal. Uh, I don't know who those are, but I don't see Yagra. All right. Um, well, then I'll just go over to the bar um, and Dern and uh, whoever else is bartending. You see um, Dernan quickly comes over to you. He doesn't even really look you in the eye. Um, you see he immediately reaches under the bar and slams a mug on the table. What can I get you? I was wondering, do you sell bottles? To take with you? Yes. No. Oh. Do you know where I could get, like, maybe a quarter cask of goat's milk? You see he actually looks at you for a split second. And then he turns away, and he goes over and pours another drink. And he kind of yells over to you. Probably somewhere out in Undercliff, my friend. Thank you, sir. He doesn't even acknowledge. All right. Domino. I can sleep on the floor. I'm a lizard. Kothar can sleep outside. He can sleep in a tree. He's a lizard. He's used to it. No, you know, there's a floor to sleep on. It doesn't cost anything. (laughs) Well, then you can sleep in a sink. I mean, if I could fit in a sink, I probably would. If I could fit in a tree, I might. Do you have a pond outside? Probably not. Okay, well. You don't have a koi pond. I don't know. I gotta wait for Brent to tell me what my house is like. I mean, I can just go sleep (laughs) over at the docks. In the, in the no, water. you're not. Oh, okay. You don't want to sleep with the fishes? The southern <laughs> ward is also really <laughs> close to the harbor. Oh, okay. Who would have thunk that? Oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> and my phone's on airplane mode. In case it's my phone. Oh, damn. In case it's Oh, damn. Man, dedicated, aren't we? I'm trying to I'm like, fuck it up for rent. I'm like booking flights. And I know, yeah, you are. I see you here renting a car. Yeah. Like this asshole. <laughs> I, don't I could do this in my sleep. You don't know I'm awake. They're taking out of character, Rick. <laughs> you don't like a donut. Yeah, many coins of donuts. Money coins? Yeah, many coins is my favorite. You can't have the French coolers. Jason needs those. Okay, cool. Check, one, two, check. You got Boston cream, Bavarian cream. He's weak cream. and wasting away. So he needs donuts. Did you say you're out of a job again? I'm hmm? kidding. Did you say you're out of a job again? Yeah. Shit, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? What a way to put it, Sean. I know. Again? He literally said... Again? Because... Leaving well, that in? No. <laughs> if I hear of anything, I'll let you know, man. Thanks. Like, Jason, you can make them, cle- them cheeks clap. Down in Ponce de Leon. Make some mm-hmm. money. Yeah. I can teach you I'm wasting away. They don't do that anymore. 
not legally. You check the boxes for someone's kink out there. Yeah, yeah pretty sure, man. <laughs> Put yourself on Craigslist. I've got I got too many teeth for one. Not enough for not enough scabs for another. Yeah, I'm too pretty for somebody. Go ahead and <laughs> swingers for money. You know, you be like, hey. I vaguely remember a show out there where, like, there was they, they depicted some dude who liked to be, like, um, like chicks to fart on his face or something like that. Ugh. Brazilian fart porn. You're into farting, so hey, you know, just uh, I'm just really good that out at there. It. Well, there you go. Tall farts. There you go. Um, you can sell your bath water. I'm can sorry. sell your damn bath water. Yes, there is a well, there's, there's chicks there's, who do um, it. One person. Yeah, one, there's one person. There's one person. Well, and then like somebody put out this whole like there's no human DNA or fecal matter in this water this isn't bath water that would be impossible <laughs> and then and then Bro. other people were like she hasn't shipped it yet asshole <laughs> <laughs> like she's shipping it on Friday yeah yeah <laughs> you're Wait. fucking wrong yeah but um yeah that's the thing man you could do that dirty take- socks dirty underwear you know mm-hmm. go ahead and get your boxers nice and ripe put them on uh, <laughs> I, I've been out of a job for a week man I don't have that kind of investment <laughs> capital <laughs> have you thought about streaming yourself eating to like an audience in Korea <laughs>